0: Welcome to the Building Up Women in Property podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Bangura, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me today. This podcast is for ambitious women who work in property and construction, who want to learn how to have a career they love on their terms. Join me every week where I'll leave you excited and confident to take your next steps. Thanks for being here with me. Now let's get started. Thanks for joining me. It is great to have you here. Now, we know as women in the property and construction industry, we really do make up the minority. And we are in an environment that was essentially created by and dominated by men for such a long time. Now, today, we're at the start of 2023. We have about 13% of the construction industry here in Australia being made up by women. In the property sector, it is more. We're sitting about 36%. But the reality is, we still are very much in a male dominated culture. And the result of that is, we see so few women in leadership. In the construction industry, we only have 4.5% of CEOs being female. And we are still sitting with a jaw dropping gender pay gap of 18.8%. Now, I'm sure that these statistics come as no surprise to you, but what has been remarkable in our industries is how women have, over the last few decades, come together and really supported each other and found and forged pathways forward to create a safe space for women in property and in construction to come in and excel and have careers that they love. And that's fantastic. And I think we all know when women support each other, incredible things happen, and it benefits us not only as individuals, but as a industry and as a collective. We all benefit from that diversity. But what I wanted to actually talk to you about today is what happens when women aren't supporting each other. Because this is something I actually hear quite a bit. I speak to people quite often who Don't necessarily feel supported by their female managers or by their female peers. And I think there can be such a feeling of disappointment and discouragement and disbelief when we do encounter a woman within our industry who does not necessarily support us. And I think we need to have these conversations. And I will say from the start that I probably have a different view to many people on this issue. And I think that's okay. And I think we need to acknowledge that in order to create progress for women in the property and construction industry, we need to have the courage to voice our opinions. We have to accept that there will be differences of opinion. We will have to workshop and rethink some of our own ideas in order to move the needle forward. And it requires us, as I said, to be courageous, to be brave and show up. And have the conversations, to participate, to voice our concerns, approach this from a place of compassion and grace. And know that none of us are going to get this right straight out of the gate. Because the truth is, if any of these issues that we face as women in our industry were easy to solve, they would have already been solved. They're about cultural change. They're about opportunity. They're about understanding. And the more we can talk about these things, the absolute better. It's all progress. And whilst I certainly hope we can smash through some of these barriers and get pay equity and get representation at leadership levels in a meaningful way in the near future. I think we need to be willing to chip away at it if that's what it takes. Back to the topic at hand, what happens when women don't support women within the industry? And this has been something that's been raised to me by a number of my clients and by a number of women in the industry who really struggle with how to build their network when they don't have that inherent support particularly within their workplace or with their direct manager. I know that it can be really frustrating and difficult when you don't have that support especially from your female colleagues but it's been my observation that we often expect women to support us and advocate for us more than we expect men to. So, we often have a higher standard that we set for the women around us than we do for our male counterparts. And this is hugely problematic because as much as we would all like to band together, it's not the case. And the truth is, you will have good managers, you will have lousy managers, you'll have great peers, and you'll have really average peers. And that is the nature of any workforce right? There is a range of people with different skills, with different aptitudes, with different interest levels, and you will connect to people differently. And that's completely fine. Because while we would all love to support each other as women, the truth is we need to be really conscious of how we apply the gender lens to our peers and to our colleagues. Because when we set that expectation higher for our female colleagues than we do for our male colleagues, we are setting them up to fail. And we are perpetuating this stereotype and this expectation that women should always be the good people who always do the right thing by each other and who nurture and support each other. And whilst, of course, I would love if all of those things are true, it is not going to be the case for everyone. So I think we need to be able to see problems for what they are. And what I mean by that is, If, in the example, you have a female manager who is not supporting your ambitions or your development or your progress, let's take the gender out of it. Let's not make that a bad female leader who is a bitch or doesn't support women around her. Let's just call that a bad manager, right, because that's what it is. And there are so many male leaders or male managers who might do the same thing but we don't walk around calling them the same names or putting them in a box or holding them to that highest standard. So let's isolate the problem. This person is not necessarily the best manager, but let's not judge the women in our industry more harshly than we do the men because I see this happening time and time again and most of the time we aren't even aware we are doing it. We are just oftentimes by default more critical of the women around us than we are of the men. And in doing so, we perpetuate this stereotype of what the good Women should do. We have to really check in with ourselves and challenge our own thinking at times around this and make sure that we aren't treating the women around us differently to the men. I hope you've been enjoying the episode. I wanted to take a moment to let you know about my free career confidence masterclass. This is for ambitious career orientated women who are ready to Playing small and to confidently create a career you love. Head over to my website beautifuldisruptions.com for more info. Now, let's get back to the episode. Now, another thing to think about is if you are encountering this frustration with other women around you, I want you to think about their role in the context of their careers and their industries. Because I have noticed that a lot of people who are often criticised for being poor leaders have actually been trailblazers in the industry. So, whilst they may not necessarily be the best one-up manager, they have done significant things in the industry. They have worked through barriers. And this particularly applies to women who have been in this industry for a while. Because I can tell you, The shift from when I started in this industry 18 years ago and where we are as women right now is markedly different. The fact that we can even talk about gender issues, pay equity, bias in an open way is amazing. It's fantastic because, believe me, even 10 years ago, we weren't having these conversations in the same way we are right now. And so many women who have been in this industry for 20, 30, 40 years they have literally been at the forefront of leading the change and leading the conversations around women's place in this industry. And whilst we may not see that day to day, we need to think about the fact that often. We are standing on the shoulders of giants and these women may not want to be advocating for the role of women in the industry right now, but they may have been doing that 20 years ago. So I think we just need to be careful about writing people off or putting certain labels on women because of how we perceive them right now. And similarly, there are lots of women who their focus is on the macro in the industry. So they might not have the time or the energy to invest at a one-on-one level But the work that they do and the contribution they make is at a much bigger level within industry associations, on boards, on committees. And I think we just need to be really compassionate to each other as women in this space to appreciate that people are not always in a position where they can prioritize our individual needs. And sometimes it's also not appropriate So, again, it just comes back to this judgment. Let's put less attention on what women are doing wrong and focus more on what they're doing right and really approach it more from a place of curiosity and appreciation and not take things as a personal reflection all the time. Which leads to my next point, which is you should not be looking at your female leaders to be responsible for your progression. You need to own that, right? Our careers, our own responsibility, we cannot look to others to push us ahead. Yes, we can hope for their support and we can hope that people will advocate for us and sponsor us and mentor us. And again, I look to our industry and I see a plethora of incredible women who absolutely show up and do that day in, day out. But sometimes you will come across the person who doesn't have the time or the energy or the inclination to do that for you. And I want to remind you, it is not their responsibility. That's something you need to take control of so that you can increase your long-term earning potential, so that you can have those opportunities. So really shift the ownership from your manager onto yourself and think about what you can do, how you can show up differently and explore new opportunities that align with what you want. And I want you to think, are you showing up as the person you expect your female manager to be? Are you showing up as a person who advocates and supports those around them? And if you are, brilliant, right? Continue to do that and continue to build a community around you, a support network around you of like-minded women. Find your people. There are so many places we can look to for support in our industries that extend beyond our organisational structure. So seek those out and perhaps even seek out women within your organisation who you can lean on and build this mutually beneficial relationship with, where you support and guide each other. But if you don't have it right now in front of you, think about how you treat others and go out and create it. And I want you to think about how are you showing up? Are you advocating for others? Are you being the person that has the hard conversations and is trying to move the needle forward in terms of representation and equity and, you know, genuine diversity? So really think about that and take ownership of it and be conscious that our support network is not limited to our immediate colleagues. It extends as far as you are willing to reach. And I really recommend reach far and wide. Find the people. Find those incredible female leaders and peers within your industry who are there with a common interest of creating progress in our industries and making our industries better for not only women but for everyone. And align yourself with those people and show up in the way that you wish someone would show up for you. And believe me, when I think when we do that, opportunities open up. They really do. So whether they're people that you can connect with directly or people that you can follow and engage with, like there are mentors all around. There are opportunities for outstanding communities all around us. We need to just take that ownership and really step forward and find our people. So to recap, I think the central point I'm trying to make here is, yes, our industry is better when, as women, we all support each other. But if at the moment you don't feel like you are being supported by your manager or by the women around you, take ownership of that. Don't make it a women's issue. Let's just make it that you're in an environment that doesn't support where you want to be and take control of that. Find the opportunities that do align. Find the people that you want to be surrounded by. Make those your people and look for inspiration everywhere. And also appreciate that you don't necessarily understand everyone's journey, where they're at. We all live complex, busy lives and treat people with compassion and an absolute commitment and willingness to have hard conversations to create progress. Now, it may not always feel easy or fun, and I get it. There will no doubt be many moments of disbelief and frustration and fury. (laughs) But we also get to be in this place. We get to work in an incredible industry where we get to contribute to the physical environments that people live in every day. And that's a great opportunity and it's a great privilege. And let's make this industry better by working together and by celebrating the greatness in our industry and celebrating the women who are doing incredible things in our industry. So let's move forward, focusing on those people and not anyone else. Okay. Thanks for being here. Until next time, have a beautiful day. Thanks for joining me on the Building Up Women in Property podcast. If you'd like to learn more about what I do, head over to Instagram. I'm at beautiful disruptions and reach out if you want to connect. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.